0: mother fathers sons and daughters and everybody in between this week's episode of adulting like a mother father is brought to you by our friends at green chef the number one meal kit for eating well and the only sustainable meal kit uh more about green chef and their amazing offer for you guys later in the show but until then as always enjoy the show been listening, you know how we do, Hi, I'm Andrew, the father, we got Ivory, the daughter, and Gio, our little man, then Daniela, I don't think an entrance is needed, you probably know the voice, mother time on Nickelodeon, this yeah. is a do like a mother father, if you got a son or daughter, it could be a lot of we know, Sheesh. You gotta be the mother father, you could be the son or daughter, this is still the right show, yeah. we'll meet you where you are, in your life, for your car, if you need it, or your father, you got a cat or a dog, good vibes who are probably in school, or got a job, we just want to know who you are, so we can say thank you. For listening to Adulting Like a Mother Father. Hope you guys enjoyed this. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Yee! Welcome
1: back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. I'm Daniela Monet, the mother.
0: And I'm Andrew, the father. And
1: we're both.
0: Hit them.
1: Adults. And if you're an adult or just trying to be one, this, this is, is
0: the, the show for you. you.
1: Yes. Okay you guys, I am going to cut the small talk because this is actually the second intro we've done. We are recording this intro after the bulk of the episode, which Consider is a it first a re-intro. For us. It's a re-intro, and rightfully so because um this episode went a little longer than we intended and I think in a good way. I just brace yourself. I'm I'm an open book and Andrew decided that today's show was going to be a deeper dive into Daniela Ooh, no pun intended. Um, I'm
0: I'm about to dive (laughs)
1: in. I mean, don't stop. Um, Let's take a quick break. Everyone grab a glass of water and uh, we'll dive in. Sounds good. Here's adulting like a mother father.
0: All right, guys, we are back. Um, Listen, this it's a bit random. But, uh, as most of you tune in for Daniela and because of Daniela, I thought like, let's get to know Daniela a little bit better. We've done something like this, like early on in the podcast, uh, and a lot of life has happened since then. So I, I kind of want to just take another deep dive. Um, I'm not sure we'll even get to everything today, but we'll, we'll see where the conversation goes. Okay. You ready for this? Sure. Okay. It, it, I'm going to, I'm going to preface this. These, these questions are going to be like a little all over the board. We're going to dive a little deeper into some less. In others, but we're just—we're gonna learn a little bit about you. Is that cool?
1: Yeah, I'm ready.
0: Okay. What stands out as your biggest challenge in life today?
1: Wow. Um, The uh, the struggles that we have.
0: That's the biggest. Yeah. Yowzers
1: the struggle I'd say that we have just like that feeling of us occasionally being disconnected and not being able to communicate in a way that works for both of us, because when we're not on the same playing field and we're not connecting and we're not jiving, like I feel like everything outside, like it's like a trickle effect. Everything outside of that just feels so much harder so, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I get that. Everything else feels way bigger too.
1: Yeah. And like, yeah. And there's enough going on in the world. And I hate that, you know, we even have days, you know, where we're not vibing because I'm like, gosh, there's so much else that we could be thinking about and problem solving and just trying to like
0: work. And just enjoy. And
1: enjoy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly. I just yeah. hate the waste of time. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I think this is about you, but I'll give my opinion anyways. I think that regardless of who you are, you spend enough, enough time with any person and you're going to have your issues. Even if they're the best person in the world. And, and so that definitely happens with us. But I think it, go, it goes a lot deeper. Like we, we have just like everybody else in a relationship or most relationships like we have our things that we've never done well. And we still struggle to to get to a place that's like efficient enough for us. Mm-hmm. Would you agree?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that personally speaking, I think it's gotten better. It's on, it's, yeah, it's gotten better. But what's weird is that like even with maybe us becoming better at what we weren't so great at, there's still this, like, weight in those moments where there's still some weird, like, disconnect. Yeah. Is that making sense?
0: That makes perfect sense to me. But yeah. I'm here with you all the time.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, I get it. I agree. I think our problem solving has gotten a little bit better. Yeah. I think we still have a ways to go. Like, to to be... I think the, like a couple that that you reference sometimes, not anybody specifically, but just a couple that like lets everything kind of just, you know, roll off their, roll off their shoulders, That's, their back.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I guess I want that. But I also, I mean, you know what I want. What do you want? You know what, like what to me. She wants it.
0: Yeah. She wants a. What? A fairy tale.
1: I don't want a fairy tale. I just want like our own definition of fairy tale, and what and what that feels like to me is just this this like spark, you know. Yeah. I'm. I guess in this relationship, it's the only one I can speak to because it's the longest I've had with someone, and it's my only relationship. I am different. Like I want. I just want that lovey doveyness. You know, I want that affection. I want that, like, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I get it. Do you think, uh, it's a tough one. Do you think in its current state, like the way it is today, that's something that you would be comfortable with doing forever?
1: <laughs> um No. Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, you're asking me, right?
0: Yeah, no, I'm asking. It's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, no, no, because I think I've said this before. I'm not afraid to admit it. Like, I feel like I, we, and I'm just going to speak for myself, but like, I feel like I work so hard right now. Um. I feel pretty stretched thin and just, and I just want, I just want to feel like loved you know because I know what I you give to my loved? kids I know like loved in the way that like no I feel I you are like a rock right like you're reliable you're so honest um you're someone that I can lean on in so many ways I think the
0: I don't want to put you in a tough spot you just don't feel the the level of lovey doveyness that you yeah want. yeah okay I got just you.
1: that like joy I don't you know want I I to
0: make you feel bad we can we can move away from this. Okay. Yeah. Don't don't worry about it.
1: Okay. okay. I'm okay. No, okay. I'm okay. Oh, okay. All
0: right. Just make sure. No, I'm sure.
1: okay. I'm 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 an open book, unfortunately. So if you're gonna ask, I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> and the only reason I can be so honest is because I feel like that's the only way you get anywhere.
0: No doubt. No doubt. I think that's that's uh, something you grow into as you become an adult. Is you start learning that if you don't tell people what you need and what you want. It's really difficult to get it, you yeah. know, and it's re- it really doesn't make sense to waste time not doing that. Yeah. Does yeah. Does that make sense?
1: No, it's so true. Yeah.
0: No, I, I, I definitely s- I
1: feel that way more. I mean, definitely recently, but I know people usually say in your 30s you start to just degaff more and I'm telling you right now like I'm creeping into the mid 30s and
0: you're degaffing I'm more. I'm
1: degaffing more. You want to oh, know why? You go why? like hard D. Yeah, D- yeah, I
0: guess most people do that, right?
1: Yeah. I really lean into the D's. I love a good D. Yeah. Anything else? I'm going
0: to let you keep going there. Uh, yeah, of course. I have a ton of questions. <sighs> Which one do I cycle into next?
1: <laughs> it's going to be a segue. That's for sure. <laughs> Didn't think you were coming to therapy, huh?
0: No. Okay. Okay. Uh, We're just going to, we're just going to flip to the other side real quick. So biggest challenge, what, uh, is your biggest success to date?
1: Oh, wow. (sighs) Um, contrary to what listeners may believe, um, I would say my biggest success was actually in my previous years. Prior to, um, Victorious and prior to Nickelodeon days, um, when I was in like a real grind working like three, four jobs, you know, minimum wage, like hustling. And that to me, like set me up for where I'm at today, not financially, but just mentality wise. Like I've just always learned that I will figure it out.
0: Yeah. And and I know, I mean we we've I know because we've talked about it so many times, but for the listeners, what were the things that you were doing outside of acting?
1: Oh, um okay, so outside of acting I was I worked at a, a gym in the kids club and I worked at a restaurant as a waitress and I worked at a cons- it was a what would you call it? Like a boutique, but I worked at the jewelry counter, so I worked mm. in fine jewelry. Um, which was...
0: All these things at the same time?
1: All at the same time. While acting
0: or like being on hiatuses or just in between jobs?
1: It was in between jobs. So Mm -hmm. if I I would literally, I remember being at the jewelry counter and I ran it solely so I could like lock up the, the cases and I would run from Calabasas, not run, drive a car from Calabasas to my auditions, come back. Sometimes I would have to hand deliver precious jewelry. Like I remember specifically I had to take one to a guy who was in the entertainment industry and in a production company, um, because it was his engagement ring that he was going to propose with. Ooh. Um, yeah, I had some really interesting experiences, but yeah, it was all while auditioning and then sometimes taking days off to work. Um,
0: so it was the experience of, of just working hard, but also learning that you gotta hustle to, to get what you wanted, even outside of like what the dream was for you. Does that yeah. make sense?
1: Yeah, I I think like the reason why I felt so successful was because I ultimately knew that at some point I was going to I'll just use this but like strike gold in acting. I knew that it was just a matter of time and the right job. Um,
0: what was the gold? Have you like struck a series?
1: It yet? Yeah, I had experiences where I felt like, oh, this is. I mean, listen, it's not always what. What, you what think was it's the gold up to
0: this point? In your mind, like it doesn't have to be like level of, of popularity.
1: Oh no. I would never talk about the fame thing. Cause to me that's no, no, no,
0: reality, not, even, but- not even that, but like just success of a show or whatever. Like I think most people would go to victorious oh. immediately, but for you, sure. like what was, what was the struck gold moment?
1: Consistency. I was a kid who went on auditions since I was like five years old. Right. And yeah. the goal was always to get something. Right. But when you would get something, it would be like a couple days here or a day here. And it was just, there was no like flow because then you'd be back at it again. Like a six year old going to do another audition. Like, right. I got that job. Now it's time to do another one.
0: So crazy. Can you imagine Gio doing that?
1: Yeah. Unfortunately. Dude, he is cut from the same cloth as me. I swear to you.
0: I don't know, man. No, I'm not I'm saying gonna, we I'm would ever the stop on that one.
1: Yeah, no, I'm not saying that it's something that we should entertain. But, um, but he certainly thrives in like the spotlight. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so yeah, the goal is just consistency.
0: Okay. Okay, so uh, you feel like you've already struck goal, but if there was another level to get to, like what? What is the ultimate dream? Is it something in acting?
1: Um, I guess this
0: would be from a, from a work standpoint, a career standpoint.
1: You know, let me think about this before I answer. There's, for me, I've always wanted to have like my hand in several things. So it's hard for me to say, oh, the goal is a sitcom because the goal, that's just one of my goals. You know, yeah, I want to be on another show, but that's definitely not the only thing I want to be doing while I'm on the show. You know, that just gives me the freedom to do other things, you know, put more into businesses that I'm in love with and that I support, put more into real estate so that we could have some, you know, financial freedom and grow our portfolio. Like that's what the goal is, is to have a lot of things going on in the popper Because when I'm busy, when I'm like on my grind, I can do a hundred things. It's when I'm not in something consistently that I'm like struggling to force myself to be motivated.
0: It's a body emotion stays in motion.
1: Uh, Yep. (laughs) Yep. What is that?
0: Physics? Yeah. (laughs) I'm (laughs) pretty sure it's I don't know. I think it's physics. Uh, I I totally get that. So, okay. So within acting, the next dream, the the next tier is a consistent mm-hmm. sitcom.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's so funny. It's like, I've hit that tier before, but it's always, it's, I enjoy it. Okay. So I want and that outside again,
0: of yes. that. It's still like the acting
1: mm-hmm.
0: sort of drives everything else, but you still just, you just want your fingers in a bunch of pots. Yep. Okay.
1: More adulting like a mother father when we come back. I love food. I love food. It's, it's what makes me feel at home. It's what makes me feel centered and balanced. I'm Italian. I grew up around food. It's like our way of getting through life. It's like therapy. And so I'm actually... Someone who 's kind of picky about what I eat, and Green Chef is a meal delivery service that i 've actually really enjoyed because you get to be a part of the process. you get to cook, you get to get in there, you get to experience like new flavors and new recipes that like you know my my one track mind needs
0: mm-hmm. and everything is good
1: it 's so good
0: so good um, yeah i yeah, I just want to add like for anybody who is just looking for a little bit of help with making amazing meals um, that provide some variation at home. You guys got to check out Green Chef. Um, You can choose from 30 easy-to-follow recipes every week with options for keto, paleo, and plant-powered diets, as well as meals to help you eat in a more balanced way. Um, They're also the most sustainable meal kit, which is really cool. So you can feel great about what you're eating and how it got to your table. It's actually the only meal kit that's both plastic and carbon offset.
1: Yeah, that's important to me. I've said this before. You know, those are those are some things that have turned me off in the past, and I like when when brands care about you know the planet, and um, that's why I'm I'm just really into car, uh, into pff, I'm into Green Chef and the carbon <laughs> offset. Okay, um, okay, you guys, we've got an awesome deal for you, and I really hope you take advantage of this because I feel like every family could use some Green Chef in their life. Add some variety, add some immune boosting food. So go to GreenChef.com/slash/adulting. 100 and use code adulting 100 to get a hundred dollars off say what yeah and that's including free shipping so all you have to do is go to greenchefcom adulting 100 and use code adulting 100 to get a hundred dollars off including free shipping and tag us in your meals i i, I want to see i want to see who actually takes advantage of this offer okay happy eating
0: and now back to adulting like a mother father.
1: I will also add that in addition to a sitcom or even in place of a sitcom, this is like my... I don't know if I speak about this often, but like I would love, much like I was kind of in the Nickelodeon circuit where I would be on various shows of Nickelodeon and just had a great relationship with them, I would love to get in with Hallmark.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you've said that a number of times.
1: I just... The reason why is because like Nickelodeon, I love doing content that's family-friendly. Yes, you I, do. I love it. I like appealing to just that, like, wholesome what, audience.
0: What is it about that?
1: It feels safe. I, you know what? I all, Like, I'm in a different phase of my life, and I think things changed when I met you. Mm-hmm. I had a couple experiences where, you know, I I had to do some things that were uncomfortable for our relationship and not, you know anything crazy, but like any sort of intimate scene or relationship, like it brought on some conversations in our relationship and I didn't love the way that felt. And because I value what we have, I value our family. And I want to also be on programs that, you know, our family, like I wouldn't be embarrassed for our kids to watch. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and to be honest, like I'm not a viewer of a lot of things that I wouldn't be on. Right. So I personally, I enjoy, you know, I don't know. I enjoy just like happy shit, man. Yeah, I want to provide happy shit.
0: She loves happy shit, guys. I like, just love... Like the happier, the better.
1: I love it. I don't... You know <laughs> what? The, the Especially in the last couple of years and especially just having two under two and just feeling, like I said, spread so thin. I want... When I check out, I want to be consuming things that take my mind to a good place.
0: Sure. I totally get that. Totally get that. Um, Okay. Outside of me and outside of the family, do you think that like from an acting standpoint that you would still want to play it safe in terms of the projects that you touch or that you get access to? Yeah. Like, have you ever been somebody who's, like not like just not interested in playing it safe.
1: Yeah. I mean, I had like, you know, a couple experiences, one like indie movie that I did and I played this girl who it was like on house arrest and was like supposed to be like a, I don't even know, druggie or pot smoker or something. And I had to like have this like weird scene in a bathroom where I was coming on to this guy who was like older than me. Um, and it was weird like i just felt a little out of body and i don't do act like i don't act to feel like feel like things that i wouldn't want to feel in my real life yeah i enjoy i mean i don't know i enjoy playing roles that are similar to myself, just like an exaggerated version. Sure. Yeah, I just like want to be a you, but in front of the camera. Kind of. But like a variation. Like if I could see myself in this person's shoes or I would love to be in this person's shoes, like that's the role I want to play. Yeah. I don't necessarily get off on the roles that like make me feel a certain kind of way that's like a little uncomfortable. You know, like I've done horror, a couple weird horror movie type things and it's like, I don't need to do that again. I think I'm good. Mm-hmm. Like, I really do feel like I know what I want.
0: Yeah. I think that's awesome. I think uh, personally I struggle with that. And I think a lot of people struggle with what they want, knowing what they want. And so, like, to me, I appreciate that you do in, in some regards. And I think it's impressive, like, at least from a work standpoint, that you know exactly what you want. And you haven't really deviated from that much.
1: Yeah, it's one of the reasons why I'm still sitting here on the couch <laughs> just <laughs> waiting for the the right one to come along. Hey,
0: but also kids.
1: Oh yeah, and also kids, yeah. You know. Yeah.
0: Those those guys. Mhm. Okay. Um I'm I'm going to jump around a bit. I want to talk about I want to talk about childhood um because I was always just really like, you know, we shared similar similar life experiences, similar family experiences where our our families broke up at around the same age. Um, but you were in a very different place than me. Like when I think of myself at 15, 16, 17, like I was full school mode, like most people full sports, like, and, and my mind was on those two things. And I was brought up like you put your mind to, to these two things and you do them both really well. And you don't have to worry about anything else. Um, you know, until you're at least until you're done with high school your situation was a little different. Like LA is a whole different beast on its own. People get into entertainment and acting and modeling here really early. And that's its own beast. And you were very much in that world. But also when your parents split up, like it wasn't too long after where you were out on your own. Right. Right. And you like, when you said like, I'm gone, I'm doing this by myself. How old were you?
1: I was probably almost 17.
0: Okay. So you weren't even 17 yet?
1: No, no. I, I, so what you're thinking about was the condo that I got. I got that when I was 17. Well, I know,
0: I know you kind of left. Yeah. You left home. Yeah. And you may have been like bouncing around with some of the family for a little while. Is that right? Yeah. Is it, that's how it went before you got your own place? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What caused you to get out?
1: Um, well, my parents had been separated. I was living with my mom at the time, and she had someone move into the house who was also a single, uh, not, yeah, I guess she was a single uh, mom with two girls, and just like she needed my room.
0: No, <laughs> <laughs> what? It was kind of a weird
1: thing. Like it was kind of. I was occupying the room. Uh, Um, Wasn't vacant. It so what happened was is I held myself kind of like on my own for a while, right? And I had multiple jobs at this point. And you know there was a conversation where it was kind of like, "Hey, you you want to pay some rent around here?" And I was turned off by that. Um, And I probably was I was so young and immature and I just was like I'm I'm out and Sounds about right. She, my mom kind of had a backup plan so it was all yeah. good. I <laughs> hey, don't um, worry No one, hard one feelings leaves and three come in. No hard feelings. I'm not I'm not trying to throw anyone under the bus. Like I was young and honestly I think it was the best thing for me. Sure. Um and everything happened. I don't I won't say everything happens for a reason, but I'm I'm grateful that I was um ready to be on my own at that point because again, like learned a lot.
0: Yeah. You learn a lot fast, but, but let's touch on that because it's a really interesting situation. I think it's, it's tough, but it's, it's more complex, you know? And I think you think about it differently as you get a little older and understand money a little bit more and just like, you know, life pressures and, and whatnot. In my mind, it's difficult because You know, although you were so young, you'd already been working for a little while and I think you had been on a series that at least went for one season and like, don't get me wrong at any point in life, it's good money, right? Yeah. Regardless of what age you are for the work that you put into it, it's, it's a nice return. And so there's this element of like, I just want to dissect this a little bit, you know, like, uh, her mom was, was very much in, in love with your dad and probably was struggling big time and just world flipped upside down, you know, and then like she had it in her mind that she wanted to keep the house for whatever reasons. Our family's I, home, yeah. I would know? imagine it's like that. She wanted to raise you guys there. She wanted it for you guys. I think my mom felt the same way. Um, you know, probably never made the money that you made at even 14, 15 years old, you know, but there's still this weird dynamic. Like it's just money is this wedge sometimes that like can get into any relationship, including your closest like bloodlines, like mom, daughter, you know, siblings, whatever. And it's just crazy to me because I I would be turned off by that too. But it's like I don't know if there's a right or wrong way to feel about it. And I'm talking from both perspectives because there's, there's no playbook for these kinds of things in life, you know, for any other situation where like, let's say you were just in high school, maybe had a part-time job, whatever, like in most households, it'd be crazy that somebody asked you to pay rent. Right. But in your case, like it is a little bit different. Like, do you, when you look back at that, do you think like, maybe I, maybe I, could have stayed and helped out, or do you feel like you made the right choice at that time?
1: Yeah, I think I was ready. I was ready. I was probably ready before then. Not, I mean, not like fully, but mm-hmm. like I thought I was. Yeah. Um, do I think that it would have been in a weird way like fair for me to pay? Yeah, actually looking back, like I think I should have had some sort of arrangement, Um, not to dive too deep, but I didn't really know what was going on with the money.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. So I that.
1: didn't know, like I got some money and I knew that like if I needed something, I could probably ask for it, but mm-hmm. I didn't really know what kind of- Is that how of- it is
0: for everybody that's under 18? Like is 18 the-
1: so there's like this the thing called a it... Coogan account and it was created after I think a kid who had a similar situation where like he basically turned of age after working all his childhood and had no money to show for it. Whoa. And so it's almost like I think it's like ten percent or maybe even less than that of everything you make goes into a Coogan account. So mm-hmm. it's not all of it. Mm-hmm. It's a percentage of it. Right. And when you turn 18, you you can get that money. Um so I guess I, I had that. I did get my Coogan account outside of that. I, honestly, I, I don't really know what I had to show for it. I outside of the job, what I had to show for it were the jobs that I had, right? Like all the side hustles I had going on, that was all my money. Um, and I was making plenty. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. I just find it interesting. I don't, I don't think you're wrong for doing what you did. I think it's, I think it's a, From my own experience, it's a weird request from a parent. It's a really uncomfortable one. Probably uncomfortable for her to have to make the request. For sure. You know, it's really uncomfortable to receive it as well. I just think it's just, again, it's so interesting, the wedge that that money can have. It's like such, like. Yeah. It's crazy, right? No, it
1: is. And I just want to speak to, because I feel like this would help people understand a little bit. Like, I grew up in a household where money was talked about a lot. And not in the way that I talk about money today. In a way that like, there was always a worry that there wasn't enough of it. Yeah. Um, And now looking back, like, maybe maybe that's normal, but I hated hearing about money as a kid. I hated hearing that there wasn't enough. So I always felt like... I need to make a lot and I need to save a lot and I need to hold it close to me because one day there might not be enough and there might like, I don't want to ever have to worry about money. Um, yeah. So I feel like that's like a, an interesting dynamic cause that's not the belief system I have today. Mm-hmm. I have almost the opposite belief system where I always think that if need be, I will, I will always like, I will always be able to figure it out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, you you do. I'm always impressed by that cuz I I still don't feel that way. I I grew up in a household similar to yours where like my my dad was like really really strict on saving. Like there was never enough. Like whatever you have, you need to keep it or whatever. And then when my parents split, my mom was good about like not trying to show me what was going on behind the scenes, but I mean, never made a ton of money. She mm-hmm. was, she was supporting two kids and uh, trying to pay bills and ultimately underwater, you know? And then like, then it starts showing up where like maybe you did some back to school shopping each year. And then like you get to a year where like you ask her and, and she laughs at you. She's <laughs> like, yeah, back to school shopping. Nah, you know? <laughs> so I totally get it, but I'm, in, I'm impressed that you were able to switch your mindset. Cause that's still something that I struggle with.
1: Well, maybe it's Do you have- your mom had a, a front. Like, I didn't get that from my mom. My mom was the opposite. My mom, my mom.
0: Who was the one then, or was it both, that was like, there's never enough? My mom. Your mom.
1: My dad, he worked a lot. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think he moved out around when I was 14. Um, so before that, like, the memories I have around my dad was, you know, he was the guy that, like, We'll be like, oh, we're going to breakfast on Saturday morning. And he made things exciting. Like, Mm -hmm. I I don't know. I would have never known how much money my dad had because it wasn't something he talked about. It was always like we never worried. You know, we would camp. We would do things that probably didn't cost much but made me feel like there was a surplus of just like abundance. Yeah. And and honestly, like the energy that my dad had around life, like, like you didn't need to know about money. Right. And that's why I don't talk about it in that way because I don't feel like you should even, like, you don't need the money to, like, still live. To some degree you do, but, like, you could still enjoy things and you don't have to talk about it all the time.
0: Yeah. No, I get that.
1: Or negatively is what I mean. Like, you don't have to work. Like, worrying about it isn't going to make your days better.
0: Yeah. 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 I think for a lot of people, it's, it's, it's hard not to worry, but like that's, that's an improvement that you can make for yourself. But look
1: at your mom. Like maybe she worried, but she didn't let you know it. Yeah. And she's always pulled through. She's yeah. always taking care of you guys. You were always fed.
0: For sure. Do you for know what sure. I'm
1: saying? Like sometimes I feel like, and every circumstance is different, but sometimes I feel like some people are just ingrained to speak about lack, even when there really isn't like a dire need to.
0: Hmm. yeah it's an interesting point it's a really interesting point you made me think of something oh it's around like i i feel like what young people do really well is enjoy life without thinking about money just the way you describe like your childhood with your dad right and 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 ultimately like i've Feel like if a lot of us as adults got back to that a little bit, yeah, life would be more enjoyable
1: for sure.
0: You know, because it really doesn't take much. Your dad, could, like, to you could have felt like you guys had everything in the world, but
1: yeah, I would have never known. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Is that like, I I actually respect that sheltering that your mom did. You know, um, and it's so weird because like you could look at us today, and yeah, maybe you have a fear around money and I have this more optimistic outlook. So it's hard to say it's like, no one's really at fault here mm-hmm. because however it happened, we turned out to be who we are today and it's on us to like change our mindset.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well just know that like, it's not easy, but I I watch and, and I'm learning from you. Like I think there's a good balance between us Yeah. of like, you're ready to go without thinking. And I'm like, nah, let's, let's take everything off the list first. Like, let's make sure we're good. You Mm -hmm.
1: know? No, you're right. You're right. That's why I'm saying like, I'm not saying necessarily how I grew up was negative. I think the balance that my parents had was also, it probably worked for them, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. until it didn't. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, um, but yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Let's switch gears here to something also very random, but, um, you know, it's no secret to you, but I would, I would argue to say that you don't have a ton of close friends, right? You have a lot of acquaintances, but like not a lot of people that you've really like let into your life and and let into like, just you, you know, Mm -hmm. do you feel like there's a reason for that outside of just having like this, this focus on, on work and hustling from a young age?
1: Yeah, I'd I'd say number one, um, I never really allowed myself to learn how to build relationships. Um, and also in acting, I'm sure there's a couple reasons, but like, I'll give you the ones that I think, you know, first of all, with acting, like, you bond really quickly to the people that you work with and then they're gone and you do that again and then they're gone. And that was just the habit that I got into. Um, And so with friends of mine, there was a disconnect because I had such a big part of my life that I couldn't really share with other people because the only piece that they related to was this like fame and money thing. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was so much more than that and so I always had this, like, um, like I'm thinking about, like, my childhood, my neighborhood, the kids that I grew up with, my, my the kids in my it's neighborhood. Good, because
0: I want to ask you about that.
1: Yeah, they, they all knew me, right? Like, mm-hmm. Danny. That was when I went by as a kid. They knew me as, like, the real Danny. But as soon as I started to, like, really work and the more I worked and the more they saw me on stuff as a kid, because as a kid, I was on... You know, it started with, like, Barbie commercials and then I made – I was on fast food commercials. I was on a lot of commercials on, like, Nickelodeon and Disney and people would see my commercials and then eventually saw me on different TV shows and stuff like that. And, like, the the dynamic changed and I didn't – like, in one regard, like, I liked that I felt cool and, like, people thought I was cool. But, like, on another, I – I then didn't, they didn't relate to me and nor did I them. And so there was always this like disconnect where I was like, oh, I don't know if I should just be like the cool like girl who's on TV or can you also just like remember me like before that? Because I really liked the bond we had before all that.
0: Yeah. Is that, is that disappointing?
1: No, I think it's human nature. Like I remember telling some of my close friends, like one in particular who I grew up with since I was born. Like, I'm not going to go to school. So, like, could someone take me to, like, a school dance or something? And, like, they made these promises. And then, you know, they went on with their lives. Like, it wasn't their responsibility to remember me, you know? But, yeah, like, like they related to more of their peers and less to me.
0: Yeah. No, I think you're right. I think it's nature. I think as we all progress through life and we want different things, like, you ultimately surround yourself with people that are like-minded and and are doing similar things or things that you want to be doing. So I totally get that but I ask if you're disappointed because I feel a small degree of that even from my own family and some of my friends back home I get stupid comments like you know you talk to somebody you haven't talked to forever oh what's up hollywood and I'm like that's dumb you know <laughs> first of all uh there's nothing going on here <laughs> yeah. second of all it's 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 annoying cuz I feel like people make judgments without remembering who you are at the core and at heart or, or, or asking questions to really know like where you're at today. You know, do you, do you feel like, mm, this question probably not great for you. I was going to say, do you, do you feel like you've gotten that along the way? But as I'm asking or as I was thinking about that, I'm like, the one thing people say about you that's so cool still is everybody thinks that you're going to be something that you're not. You know, people meet you and you're. They're like, "Oh, she's so cool." She's like, you know, she's just like, "Oh, she's super down to earth." <laughs> and, you know?
1: Yeah. Does
0: that make you feel good? Yeah. Does it? Is it weird at all? Because something that I've noticed in this business, at least just just being around certain people, is like they some of them can become really unrelatable and almost like unhuman, like you know. Um, do you f- like, does any part of you feel like you, you should or should have been more like that to, to reach like a different level in your business?
1: I was like that.
0: You were, like I was that.
1: like that at times. Yeah. I mean, when I'm working, I'd say earlier on, yeah, you click into a gear where you have to almost walk the walk to like believe that you should be there. Um, And then once I kind of got the gist of just what I was doing and I realized that this came natural to me, I didn't, I dropped that. You know, sometimes I'd I'd have to like put on this attitude going into an audition room and be like, I'm the shit. And it would help me get through it because I would get so nervous if I didn't. But ultimately, underneath the layers, like, I always knew that I was just, like, a regular person who, Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways, just was at the right place at the right time and and was the right person, had the right attitude, and could do the job. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I know that if I would walk the walk a little more and, like, really lean into, like, celebrity and being a little more put together and put, you know, maybe more, invest more in myself – I could definitely be somewhere else in my career, but it's not like, I don't. Isn't
0: it weird how that works though?
1: It's, it's weird, but it's, it's like obvious. People, it's people, like anything People else love with working job.
0: with you. Like I've, yeah, I've been around long enough. Like I, I hear the feedback. I have plenty of conversations with people. Like people love you. People love having you on set. They love working with you. You're so great. She's so talented. She's so easy to work with, but it's almost bizarre that, that others who are, are, more difficult to work with who, you know, think they may be somebody that they're not or just present this, this thing that's like untouchable, unrelatable. They often like find themselves at, at crazier places. Sure. You know?
1: Yeah. But what, like, and I'm, this doesn't go for everyone, but like, what kind of life is that? Yeah. You know, you could have a ton of money and a ton of fame and a ton of notoriety and feel like you really hit these crazy levels in your career. But mm-hmm. then what? Like if I already feel like I don't relate to people, I mean, I don't know what life's like up there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were talking about this the other day. We talking about Kanye.
1: Oh yeah, exactly.
0: Like, like, okay. The comment was like, you're Kanye West. Like, can you just, can you, are you even interested in having a conversation with somebody that you just meet?
1: And I said in order to stay where where someone like Kanye West is, like to have that level of success, I would go on a limb to say that you have to shave everyone out of your life. Sure. Because I know how it feels to focus on my career and honestly just the hours and like that time that you invest – that in itself limits your ability to like connect with people outside of your world.
0: Yeah, no doubt.
1: So to me, it's just like, I, I, I know I thrive better with balance and that means, you know, I don't know. Like it just means less of, yeah. Less shenanigans. Yeah. Less of the shenanigans.
0: I mean, I get it. Right. I mean that, that level of success like requires eyeballs and to get eyeballs, you got to do some crazy shit. Yeah. That, right? that was the that's other what, thing we were saying. That's what gets it these yeah, days. Yeah. 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 For sure. You can't just be like Joe Schmo like, oh, I just, I go to work and then I come home and have dinner with my family and yeah. go to bed and do it all over again. And, and like, that's going to work. It just doesn't work. Sure. Okay. So let me ask you this on, on that note of balance going forward like if you can think about the next 3 to 5 years and your 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 perfect reality like what does balance look like for you
1: um i want to be doing it all i want to i want to catapult back into a piece of the life i had before kids um but i will only take on as much as i can so that like still re- leaves room for me to balance being a family wo- woman i really value like being present I've been so lucky to be able to do that the first two years of Gio's life, and you know, I hope I could do that for Ivory. I think that there's a happy medium. Like, I know that I can go to work and I can check in, be the best that I can, be there, and still be able to do that at home. Yeah. So I look forward to doing that in the next like. Mm, I just I like to just say as soon as I'm I'm done breastfeeding Ivory is when I'll take it more seriously.
0: So when do you think that'll be? I mean, I,
1: I went about a year with Geo, so I want to go at least a year with Ivory, yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. I'm gonna ask you this and then, and then we'll close it out. And we'll do more random questions to dive deeper with Danielle in another episode. But <laughs> when when you look at like I know that diving back into to acting and in that career is really important to you, but I also know how how much you love and value being a mom. Have you thought about any non-negotiables from either side? Like when you look at what that life is gonna look like, have you thought about things that like you're not willing to give up? Um
1: No. But I, I do wanna to get to a place where I have enough value in my work that I can speak up and and ask for some things. Um, you know, one thing comes to mind and I don't know how realistic this is. Like, again, I'm going to have to create some real value for myself in order to make this kind of demand. But, um, I would, I would love to be like the scenario where I'm working on, you know, a show or a movie or whatever, and I can have my, my kid or kids with me. Um, and that would mean that I would need, you know, a nanny or, Maybe they'll pay me a daycare, me. Maybe or they'll pay
0: me to do daddy daycare, or you. Anybody like I would need kids? for
1: it to make sense that like either all of us could be available to be there. Let's say I'm not working in LA, or even if I'm working in LA, you know I can't imagine being away from them for 16 hours. So yeah, horrible. If there's an a way that I could have, you know, I've heard like on people when they're on sitcoms and stuff, if they're lucky enough, they'll get like a little like dressing room for kids, and like deck it out and you can have your your babysitter your husband or whoever your fiance whatever you are show up i don't know i think i just need that balance i heard you
0: call me husband whatever on the phone with you guys earlier
1: oh my god (laughs) it's just awkward i don't know it's just i feel more comfortable saying that there's always
0: like a little moment of freezing
1: it's almost (laughs) like if you're in the room i'm like oh fuck, why do i have to say it in front of (laughs) you like i wish you didn't hear that but then i'm like you know what who cares like you probably say it once in a while when i'm not around i do okay there you go
0: i do um okay yeah i i I get it i you know i ask because as you were talking earlier i was i was like picturing that time in life like imagining geo going to school and stuff and i think about this for myself like where do I see myself fitting in? Like, what are the things that I really want to do? And, and, and like are non-negotiable for me, like picking them up from school. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't know exactly what those things are yet, but like that thing stands out. And I'm like, dude, that's going to be so much fucking Aww. fun. You know,
1: it's funny. Cause when you asked me that, I, that was the first thing that came to mind, but I didn't want to say it out loud because I just know that if I'm back to work, It's really unrealistic. Like there's no way that I can say, hey, can we just pause for a second (laughs) just so I can run and grab my kid from school? Like, and that's just the sacrifice I'll probably have to make. But, you know, if you get to have that experience and you thoroughly get to enjoy it and I get to provide in a way that, you know, creates a life like that to me, like it's a balance.
0: Yep. Yeah, Yeah, it works for me. I mean, if I can, if I can, like, just plug away from like eight to twelve, hit a workout before, or after, and then be ready to go, like, to pick them up in the minivan or the sprinter van, you know, at, at three o'clock or whenever school gets out these <laughs> days. Because I forget, that's the life, man. Do
1: you know what we're doing right now? What? Something we need to be doing more of. What's that? Manifesting.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. being
1: serious. Like, I did this before you, and I did this literally in. Uh, I got you. I used to be a list maker. I had, I was a 10 year old with a friggin' list and a blank, not even a blank check. It had a number on it on my ceiling above my bed. And I would stare at it every night and like say, okay, I want this. I want this TV show. I want these movies. I want, I literally would put like, I want to be a voice on a, on a cartoon, you know? And every time it would happen, I would take it off. And then I would stare at my check with all this money on there. This shit is real. You Mm -hmm. have to manifest. Mm -hmm. We need to manifest more.
0: Yeah. I know we skip wins and fails. I, I totally agree with that. I wanted to say this earlier, but we skipped. I had this like realization epiphany earlier. And I was like, you know what? Nothing, nothing fucking turns out the way that you want it to turn out without a very clear goal. Yeah. Like if you don't know where you're going, how are you going to get there? You know? And I was thinking about this, this fit like an MF challenge and just like, you know, cutting it down to 30 days and Mm -hmm. saying, I want abs. Like not a chance at this point in my life, Would I have focused on getting abs without doing that, (laughs) you know? Yep. And it becomes very real. Like it becomes like you commit really strongly you're, you're seeing it from the beginning. You're seeing it as you go through, like you're seeing what the end looks like. And I'm like, fuck dude. Like that is not, that is something that I have not done very well up to this point in my life. Like I've been, I'm lucky that there are a lot of things that I could pick up and do pretty well, but nothing that I've done great because I haven't had a very clear goal as to like what I'm trying to get out of it. Yeah. You know? Yep. And that's something I'm just, I'm just saying that out loud because it's becoming really clear to me and it's like, Oh, I want to apply that to everything else that I'm doing. Even like things like drew coffee, right? Like it's been fun, but I did it because it was a passion project. And like now, like there's no, there's like, you know, you can have passion projects, but for me, like no time for that. If I'm going to put energy towards something, like I want to know exactly what the fuck I'm trying to get out of it. Yep. You know? Mm. so that's changing for me
1: and what's crazy is that it took a silly little 30-day challenge to prove to yourself what a goal could do for you Yep. outside of this specific goal
0: yep yeah it's It's like i've never had goals but they've been too vague yeah you know
1: i've been doing this a lot lately where i just because i get overwhelmed easily i simplify things in my mind i'm like okay just take it down to the very beginning, right? Like, and usually that question that I ask myself is like, what am I trying to do? And that to me is like a goal, right? Like, what are we trying to get out of this?
0: Yeah. I used to go back to that, like in the, in the sales world, business world, like in, in really like any job, you can get so bogged down with like little busy tasks or like you, you, get, you add stuff to your plate or somebody adds stuff to your plate and like, you find yourself questioning, like, why am I doing this? Like, what does this do for me? What does this do for the company, the brand, or whatever? And so many times I, like, and this was a good thing that I did, I found myself going back to, like, just saying, all right, stop. What are we trying to get out of this? Like, what's what's the goal here, you know? And it's weird that I could apply it that was, like, to something that wasn't 100% for me, but I've had a hard time applying it to the things that are 100% for me. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So I know we're jumping around a bit and I'm telling you my story during her interview. No. But <laughs> that's how the cookie crumbled today, all right? No,
1: I mean, this was cool. I'm, I'm glad you did this. It's funny. It's like, I know we say this all the time, but very rarely do we make this time for ourselves. It's one of our downfalls and we're aware of it. But every time we get done podcasting, and not, well, not every time, sometimes it's stressful, but... Sometimes I walk away from it and I'm just like, I'm really glad that we have this.
0: Yeah, same. Yeah. Same. You want to send them out?
1: Yeah. Thank you guys for for listening. Um, If we do end up doing more of this, um, I'm open to it. Thank you for even proposing No, we will.
0: It's a new series called A Deeper Dive.
1: (laughs) With a capital D. Um, Okay, you guys. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Uh, Be sure to... Leave us some reviews on Apple Podcasts. I'm going to drop our phone number for you one more time so you can leave us some voicemails. Um, Hold on one second. Oh, nope, that's the wrong one. Here it is. It's 818-659-5142. Leave us some voicemails, either leave a question or some wins and fails, you know, make us laugh, make us cry, do all the things. Okay, guys, we'll talk to you next week. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to Adulting Like a Mother Father. New episodes drop every Tuesday right here. So make sure you tune in for all the goods.